When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Ray Parker Jr. Good to be here. How's it going? What is going on? Bugaboo is in the house. How are you? Yeah, Bugaboo is here. The happy Thanksgiving and it's Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving. And by the way, nobody knows in my family about this show. Nobody I know knows. I mean, I kept it 100% quiet. My wife doesn't know or my kids don't know. Wow. I mean, normally, you know, you tell the wife, you tell the kids, you get to tell one or two people. Wow. You didn't. How come you kept it a total secret from everyone? Well, they on the thing they say they stressed a few people as possible. So I just said, well, if I don't tell anybody, then I can't won't be me. (laughs) That that is true. I mean, listen, you've been in the music business, you know, for almost you know over six decades. You have a career that people could only dream of. Like, what drew you to the mass singer? Well, you know, last year somebody thought I was Bobby Brown. It was Bobby Brown in the costume, and they picked me and they put my head on top of the costume, and and I got so many phone calls from that. Right, I I didn't really know that much about it, but I got so many phone calls. And I said, well, that looks like a fun show. Maybe I should be on there for real. Now, I never called anybody or really thought more about it. It was just a passing thought in my mind. And sure enough, a year later, they called me to come on the show. So I thought it was really exciting. And was it as fun as you expected? It it was a lot of fun. It was a lot harder than I did expect. It was a lot hotter than I expected. The costume was a lot more difficult to get in and out of, to see out of. The temperature in the costume was outrageous. And by the time they put me on stage with the full stage lights and audience, forget it. I mean, I wasn't wondering if I was going to finish the song or just pass out right then and there. And I did see one episode where the, where the, you know, the artist passed out. And I, I was like, wow, that could be me from this heat exhaustion and the other stuff. you know. So it's not for the faint of heart. You should be in good physical shape when you do this show. So do you think singers have like an advantage then or no? Like once, you know, you could be singing your whole life. Once you put on that costume, it's kind of an easy Oh, yeah. Once you put on that costume, all bets are off. It has nothing to do with how great your voice is or how much control you have. Now it's a physical thing. It's like running track or playing football or something. Did you learn anything about yourself as a performer, as a singer, you know, from this show? 
Well, that's the first time I ever really been on stage in front of a lot of people and nobody knew who I was. So I like the idea that you could perform just randomly like that. And I was singing a song that I wasn't really familiar with. It wasn't my song, you know, with my lyrics that I believe. So I couldn't really do it my style, which I thought was a nice departure. That's, you know, that's nice to do something different and something new. It's nice to do something different and something new. Well, listen, you have worked with and written songs for all the greats. I mean, some of your, listen, you've worked with Gladys Knight, Latoya Jackson, Shaka Khan. They've all been on The Mass Singer. Yeah, yeah. What about, like, listen, you've also worked with, like, Stevie Wonder, Tina Turner, Diana Ross. Like, out of those three, Diana, Tina, and Stevie, like, who do you think would be just a great candidate to be on this show and maybe follow in your footsteps. Well, I think, of course, I think Stevie Wonder would be wonderful to be on. You know, I wonder, he has such a recognizable voice. I wonder would they recognize him voice if he was singing, you know, uh, a Rolling Stones song or something or a blues song, you know, <laughs> it'd be something different, you know. That is, I mean, he has, he does have such a recognizable voice, but to see him sing against type like maybe he could fool the judge listen these judges are good like i don't know how they figure any of it out but sometimes they yeah. do and often yeah, they, they, do. Get, they get pretty close pretty early on and you'd be like oh really how's he how's he doing that you know how are they gonna get there you know so it's pretty interesting it is it's like they're like rolodex for pop culture knowledge is on is unrivaled it's, incre it's yeah. incredible yeah. speaking of latoya jackson i remember that cd that first album of hers what is it like working with latoya i'm such a fan of hers well good gracious that was only 50 years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes it was now, if i saw her now or she saw me now we probably wouldn't recognize each other i mean it was really that's back in the 70s you know before my career actually before your career. Well, listen, speaking of your career, I mean, you had such an epic career with radio and then, you know, on your own. Really, you know, you broke out during the 80s. Like, you know, do you define your career like the same way I do in my head? You know, I mean, I made up my own backstory. Like, is it really like pre-Ghostbusters and then after Ghostbusters? I mean, that song is on every <laughs> top of, like, you look at every catchiest songs of all time, best songs of the 80s. Like, yeah. there's not one chart that that you know best songs of all times that ghostbusters doesn't appear on well, believe it or not i probably look at it the same way you do because it, that's what that's what defines it i mean it's like life before ghostbusters and life after ghostbusters and 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 life after ghostbusters some people forgot i even played the guitar i mean it's like you know it's crazy but that per, one particular song for some reason i guess i was having a really really good day it just caught the whole world you know, and it's it's the the saying of who you're gonna call. Or I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Or busting makes me feel good. You can say that anywhere in the world, and everybody knows what you're talking about. Forty years later, it's just the most amazing thing I could ever imagine. You know? It is. I mean, exactly. Like, what do you think it is about these lyrics, and how does one come up with these lyrics? I mean, busting makes me feel good. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Like, where does this come from, Ray? Well, I, I'm going to say it comes from God because I wish I could tell you I was some genius who sat down with a piece of paper and really wrote it down and went going. But I really just threw those lyrics together at the last minute in a hurry. And so wow. it wasn't that much thought to it. And, uh, you know, almost like a kid who does his homework at the last minute Sunday night, you know, you had all weekend to do it. But Sunday night, you're going to rush and get it done. And, you know, it's it's an amazing thing about music. Sometimes I spend a year or it's been months and months working on the perfect song that I think sounds perfect. And then you just throw this one together, like real quick, do everything really, really fast. And the world says, that's it. He's a genius. And you'd be like, I am. 
You know, it's like it's a really strange thing. Well, I'm sure people are going to be singing it on the mass singer behind those masks for many seasons to come. Yeah. What does go through your mind though when you get a call like from the producers and they say, "Listen, there's this movie. It's going to involve green slime. It's going to star Sigourney Weaver, Dan Aykroyd. They're going to be chasing ghosts in the modern day setting." Like. What goes through your mind when you get called to do this, to, to, yeah. to write this? I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. So the other day, our favorite Real Housewife from New Jersey and I, Miss Kim D, we were texting for literally like an hour about if we had to be stuck on a deserted island with either Teresa or Melissa, who would it be? And these texts turned out to be so hilarious. Kim is like, I wish I had some way to save this. And I'm like, well, now you can. I told her about Keepster. Keepster is the only way to turn your favorite texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. So think about that group chat you're in, the funny moments with your partner, any text, you turn to Keepster and you can turn them into a keepsake book. How it works is you download the Keepster app onto your computer, choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes, and then Keepster does all the rest. And their technology makes it super easy to add additional elements to your Keepster books. I'm definitely turning these texts into a book for Kim for the holidays, but you know what? It got me thinking, Keepster makes a perfect customizable gift for anyone for the holidays. Keepster books start at just $12.99, so it's super affordable. And it's great even for a last-minute gift because you can get a digital copy while you're waiting for the physical books to arrive. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones, right? Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash velvet and put in promo code velvet for 25% off. That's keepster.co slash velvet and use code velvet for 25% off. One last time, Keepster.co slash velvet, 25% off. Tis the season. We are in the thick of it, guys. Are you guys having fun this holiday season? Well, I am because everyone's getting a gift from Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon's really the only brand that I wear. Their ABC Slim Fit Pant for men. Oh my God. It's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely. They're so versatile. You can wear them to work out. You can wear them to like a fancy event, a business meeting. And you know what? All the women in my life are getting Lululemon. All these housewives that we talk about 
all day. You guys know I'm friends with a lot of them. They're all getting Lululemon. Now, listen, I'm not going to get them workout pants or, or anything like that because I can't be guessing everyone's size. I can make a lot of faux pas that way, right? But Lululemon has so many great accessories. So all these housewives, I'm going to choose between the women's socks, yoga mats, water bottles, scarves, keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals too. Enjoy, have a great holiday, lululemon.com. We all get so busy in our daily lives, but I can't stress how important it is to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Because if your mind is clear, it allows you to accomplish everything else that you want to accomplish in your day. When you work on yourself, you start to see positive changes in all areas of your life. Talkspace has helped me with all of that, and I wholeheartedly recommend them. I can't tell you how much they've helped me with therapy. You can sign up online, you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within only 48 hours. You can tell text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist at any time. And it's so incredibly convenient. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, nor do I have time. You get to have virtual sessions right from the comfort of your own home. And did you know Talkspace is the number one therapy platform? They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. So don't wait till something goes wrong in your life to start working with a therapist. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Well, that, that in particular was more of, they didn't name all the people in it. They just said, let us show you a rough draft for the film. And here's where we want the lyric, the music to go. And the hard part is Ivan Reitman said he wanted the word Ghostbusters in the song. And then I said, no wonder they call a bunch of famous people to write this song and nobody can write it because that's a really terrible word to try and sing. I mean, if you try and sing it, it comes out terribly. So there was a part of the film where they had the phone number underneath the Ghostbuster characters. And that is what I related to out of the entire film. And I thought, well, the way to do this is I'm never going to say the words Ghostbusters. I'm just going to say, who are you going to call? Right. Like answer response. You know, you got a problem. Who do you call? call the Ghostbusters. And I always thought of them as the military characters anyway, with the backpacks on. So I made the music very military sounding. Wow. See, I'm like getting inspired. And I think this is brilliant all over <laughs> again. Did you yeah. go through before we move on? Did you go through like, you know, that's brilliant. Did you go through like multiple incarnations, like where you submitted it and they're like, I don't know, let's find. No, it. definitely not. Definitely wow. not. The first thing I submitted was it. Wow. And I relied heavily off of Gomer Pyle is what I was thinking. You know, the sergeant always yelling at Gomer, you know, I can't hear you louder and all that kind of stuff, you know. So it's really a drum cadence marching song is what it is. Well, I'm telling you, it's perfect for the mass singer. Like people should be singing this every season to come. <laughs> I saw you on the talk this past Halloween season. Like, is it is it cyclical? Like I had Elvira on here and she told me, you know, like October 1st, I'm not available for anything ever. That's my busy season. <laughs> like, do you get this resurgence every year around Halloween? Absolutely. Halloween is a big holiday in America. And every Halloween, they're playing Ghostbusters. I think it's probably the number one Halloween song of all time. You know, uh, wow. when Michael Jackson passed, I think Thriller passed us for a little bit, but now it's back to Ghostbusters. 
And it's just a simple, easy song to sing. So when you think of what people are going to go out and sing while they're trick-or-treating, they're singing Ghostbusters because it's easy to do. Wow. Well, listen, you know, so many musical greats have been on The Masked Singer and will continue to be. What do you think about music today? Like, what do you think about the current state of music? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of songs I like. There's a lot of stuff I'm not that fond of. But what I found is interesting, as I asked my kids, they said, oh, I like so-and-so as an artist. He's the best in the world. I said, okay, well, hum me one of his songs, and they can't hum it. Or I said, well, then what was his hit last year? They can't remember that either. I'm like, well, how's this stuff going to last 30, 40 years if you can't remember it three, four months later? So that part is pretty interesting. I don't know how they're going to you know, fix that. You know, Like now you see artists coming out when they have uh, their, their song is number one through 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 all at the same time. And it's because of this streaming thing and they're streaming all the stuff. So like one of my kids will say, well, that dead, he's more famous than Michael Jackson because he's got one through 10. I says, don't let me, don't let that fool you. When Michael Jackson was at number one, it was a lot different from when this guy's at number one. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Let's back off. Like being more famous than Michael Jackson. Yes. Your children are making some pretty strong claims here, right? They're making some pretty strong claims now. Come on. Do you have someone specifically that you like, like in the current, like chart toppers or like your kids, like who, who do they like? Uh, boy, I can't remember all the names of my, the, the stuff my kids, because I forget their names quickly, you know. But I do like the do job they did on uh, Elton John with yeah. Peter, whatever her name is. That was, a, that was really good. I thought that was a pretty clever record. You know, for myself, I enjoyed that one. That that was really good. How do you yeah. feel the? And I'm the same. I I'm so bad with current music. It all sounds the yeah. same to me. I am totally dating myself now. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I hear it on the mass singer and someone sings it like every season right. or it's a song that I'm like, okay, well now I know that song. But otherwise, it all blends together. Like, yeah. how do you feel the business has changed? Like since you've gotten into it, like where are we today? Oh, everything's changed. I mean, we don't even have vinyl anymore, which I thought was crazy then they got went to cds now we don't even have cds anymore now the music is in the metaverse i don't even know what a metaverse is you know so i mean i'm just completely lost you know it's and it's okay like i'm making a new record now uh i only have to finish two or three more songs singing which seems to be taking me forever i'm slow as heck now but i'm making the music for my group and my group of people and the young people if they like it they can sample it and put their own lyrics over the top of it if they want to but, as you know, for me, that's pretty much it. I mean, everything has changed so much. The thing that I really, really do like the best is the way it records. Now, I like the digital recording and the sampling and the way you can move instruments around and stuff like that, and mixes and stuff like that. I think they've done a better job on that than we did before. When do you think this new music will be out? Do you have any idea? Oh, it'll be out. Yeah, it's going to be out in 2023 if it's the last thing I ever do. <laughs> And the album is called uh, Make America High Again. I like that. Yeah. And maybe you'll do a little tour to support this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll go out a little bit. Now, it ain't going to be no 150 city tour, but, you know, we'll go out and tour a little bit and play because I love playing anyway. So I'm always out doing something. What about, like I mentioned, you work with like Diana and Tina and you've written for so many of these great divas. What about, you know, a Ray Parker Jr. and Beyonce collab? Can I just put that out into the world? Yeah, uh, I've actually never met Beyonce, but I played with her a few times on different shows, you know. 
So I don't know if that'll ever happen. It'll probably be more like Ray Parker Jr. Shania Twain. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you okay with that? Okay. <laughs> we have Taylor Swift. We could go to Miley Cyrus. We 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 we, we can go. just keep going. Yeah. What now that you are done with the Mass Singer this season? Like, what? Why is this show so addicting? I mean, I love it. Like, what do you think it is? I mean, it's such a huge mega hit. Like, what is it that you think people just can't get enough of this yeah. show? Yeah, I'm not sure what makes it such a mega hit, but I think the idea of seeing their favorite stars in a costume—it's an outrageous costume. So it's like crazy, crazy wear. And not knowing who it is and not being able to identify the voice and having them sing something without the oohs and the ahs that they would put in their normal record, which would identify them. You know, everybody's trying to just sing straight and you guess who it is. So I think it's just the fun of, of that and just the fun of guessing who it is. I was particularly concerned about, boy, if they're going to unmask me, my hair is a mess, you know. <laughs> but the guy says everybody gets unmasked and everybody's hair is a mess. I said, okay, I feel you. And at one point, they were going to come put some rubber cap over. I said, that'll, that'll cause more attention than just leaving my hair all messed up. I said, they know I had that funny costume on, so let's just let it work. You're like, just like, let it, you know. Let it out. hang out. Yeah, let it hang out. What the heck? F final two questions. If you had stayed on the Mass Singer, like, was there a particular song you had in your head that you just would have loved to have sang or just something that you would have loved to have? Yeah, I could have sang Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones or something like that. But you know, you, you get to sort of pick what you want to sing, but they, they have a lot of influence in that too because they want to make it different and something that's different from what the other people are doing. So, you know, I sort of had a premonition that maybe they were going to unmask me because I said, well, it's around Halloween time. They're going to want me to sing that song. So I'm going to get kicked off just for that. So I'm hoping actually that they have me come back and do this again. You know, the different time of the year where I'm not so guessable. And, you know, it's not so obvious they're going to unmask me and make me sing Ghostbusters the same week as Halloween. And by the way, the only reason why the show's coming on tonight is because the World Series took over. Right. Messed up our, otherwise, they would have came out right at Halloween. Right. The World Series put a wrench into it all. Exactly. And final, like, what advice would you give, you know, all of your celebrity friends, you know, if, if they were going to go on the mass Singer, even though you wouldn't know because it is so, you know, yeah, but if they were if they were doing it, I would tell them, like, just go do it and have a good time. You know, don't expect anything special. Just go and have a it's it's a fun show. The whole thing is comedy. The whole thing is fun. And I say, just you know, let loose and just have a good time. And how shocked is your wife going to be when this is when when this is revealed? Well, we have to do another interview, and I'll let you know because it's going to be pretty interesting tonight. <laughs> It's good to be interesting tonight. Well, listen, thank you so much for your time. I've thoroughly enjoyed, you know, watching this season of Messinger. I enjoyed yeah. watching you. I followed your career for a long time. So I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much. Take care. Okay. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope 
on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.